When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. And I am Meg's mildly intoxicated husband. <laughs> Lord. Am I? I don't know. We're getting off to a it's, real rocky start. We're recording. This is a unique thing. We're recording two days in advance. Yeah. It's, who even are we? It's Saturday as we talk. And anybody who knows me knows that Saturday's a bit of a free-for-all. <laughs> it's a definite free-for-all. It's um, been a day. I put in a full eight hours of of business work. I'm... I'm ready to check it in. But are you ready to check it on to well, discussion? <laughs> that's when I say check it in, I'm saying check in the, the work. This, check in these your episodes <laughs> and my sobriety and my V card, whatever that means. Um, this these recordings aren't work. I enjoy these recordings. Um, I do, too. Also, it's you know, if if. If the Awesomes are listening on Mondays when these drop, they're starting their work week, so they may not be in the same Saturday state of mind that but you are. But they need to be. Do they? To attack a Monday, you need some chill in your life. And by the way, you just completely skated past me saying V-card. I did. I think it's pretty obvious we have five kids. Um, I don't know whose they are. I do know that a... I am, as the Germans would say, a weirgen. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Um, I do know that... When I left, my chair squeaks. Now I feel self-conscious. I, it is a squeaky chair. We got a lot of squeaky chairs around here. Okay. It probably means something. It probably does. Um, a number, a not small number of awesomes have been sharing with me lately how much they do enjoy the Monday episodes because yeah. they get to laughing with us, probably yeah. especially with you because you're funny. Well. Um, and I get tickled and then everybody gets tickled. It's, I do know it's good to laugh. I do know my friend Julie, sort of awesome regular Julie Tupperman, mm-hmm, who's mm-hmm. on the show, texted that she was getting ready to, I think, clean her kitchen or something like that, and she was going to listen to us to keep her mind off of how much she didn't want to clean her kitchen. Perfect. That's literally a perfect application. It is. It is. Okay. It is Monday. We're starting a brand new week here in September. I personally have collected for you, awesome or September as no. Someone, Why? someone says no. September, come on. No, someone says September. I don't. I've never right. met them, but I don't doubt they're out there. Okay. Um, I have collected some delightful selections from myself and also the awesomes for 
you okay. to watch, to read, to listen, and to lifestyle. Can I wreck the whole order of things? No, we're not doing yours first. No, I wasn't going to do that. You hate me. You have no trust. I have a listen. Just hold it. We cannot. We have an order for a reason. I'll forget it. You will not forget. I remember it. It's in my brain already. Okay. Go ahead. I refuse to talk about it now. (laughs) Okay. On principle. You guys, I do need to tell you, Kyle has prepared some very amusing things for the the second part of the show. the reason this episode is rated E. (laughs) If you look at your podcast app, you will see there's an explicit rating. I'm so sorry. Well, we'll warn you before we get to that part. This part is wholesome. The part that we're getting ready to. Is it though? Yeah, it is. is. It? Do you know even what that means? Pretty sure I do. I'm not sure. Hey, listen, here's something we did not know. Let's get into the watches okay. for the week. Did you know on Netflix right now, not even while the awesomes are listening on Monday, but now Saturday, the last, the final season of Lucifer, all of it, all 10 episodes, it's on Netflix. Listen. How you, uh, you, feel, you feel reluctant about watching this. No, I me. feel beyond reluctance. I want to tell you, season five was like a human giving birth to a litter of puppies just to get through it. I don't know if I've got it in me to get through season well, six. Look, that, you know what? That, were, <laughs> that works out fine for me. Because you don't want to watch it. No, I am going to watch it. Okay. But you, sir, if you don't mind being honest with the awesomes and, and me and yourself, you've been falling asleep easily. Easily by Uh, nine o'clock every night. What I've been doing, I'm embarrassed to admit, I've been working so belligerently. Yeah. Not hard, belligerently. With anger and rage and malice. Rage, malice, all the things, curse words. Yeah. Man, I've, I've been in a place, and it's not a bad place. It's just, I think learning requires agitation. And you've been agitated. And I have been in a highly agitated state. And so I'm so exhausted at the end of the day. Yeah. You are kind enough to massage a few of my sore muscles. Well. And I, I just collapse. Between me and the Theragun. Well, they're not sponsors the anymore. The Theragun but doesn't they, hold itself. Yeah. They were last year sponsors. Insert your own double entendre there. <laughs> um, okay. But you go to sleep early every night? For I have you. been. Because I've also been waking up somewhere between... 2 and 4.30 every morning. And that's when my work day starts. It's it's preposterous if you want to stick by the construct of time. Yeah. I'm, I'm not upset with it. It's just this is the place I'm at right now, and I'm okay with that. We'll never forget that time is a construct, yeah. first of all. And secondly, that just happens to be your rhythm right now. You are yeah. in your non-agitated, uh, belligerent work phase of life, you normally are the one that will watch entire series after it's I fall true. asleep. Yes. So now the tables, we've, they have We've turned. reversed roles. Yes. I may have our next baby. I don't know. <laughs> okay, good luck. Good luck with I'm not that. saying I want to. In the meantime, I am going to watch Lucifer Season okay. 6 with delight and relish. It's probably terrible. I don't even care. I need to bring Lucifer and Chloe and all of their friends. I need to bring this all to a conclusion. Everything past season 5.01 was terrible. So if it's not terrible, wake me up because this will be, (laughs) it'll be revelatory. Wake up. You watch this. You would love that one. You you gotta see this. Stop (laughs) snoring. 
the snoring has been real. But you know what? I have logged years and years and years of snoring in your face while you try to watch TV. It's so true. It's true. Karma is a real thing. All right. Also on Netflix. Oh my gosh. Yep. They just dropped for you guys. Saved by the Bell seasons one through nine. Did you know that show went on for nine seasons? How could it not have just existed perpetually? It was terrible like that. Well, I want you to tell the people. I want <laughs> oh, you Lord. to tell the good people out there. If you could have, by the grace of God, married anyone besides me, who would it have been? No, that's not even accurate. But mm -hmm. I made the very unholy it's... mistake when we were dating. You were Pressing me, we are, you know, when you're dating and you're getting to know each other, it's like, ooh, who's a fictional or TV character that you mm -hmm. have a crush on? And I innocently, I was an innocent doe in the in in a in a pasture. Okay. I've never okay. been tainted by the world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My answer. Pile it on. My answer. Genuine. It was the. It was the. It was the '90s. It was the late '90s. I didn't know any better. I said Zach Morris. Yep. Let's say by the bell. You have literally twenty-five years later never let me live well, that down. Here's the thing. When I asked, I wanted to know who. If you like me, and you seemed to at the time, if you like me. Who else do you like so that I know who is it that I'm comparable to? And you said Zach Morris, who I view as one of the larger douchebags in all of television history. Yeah, he is. And I thought, wow. He's problematic to the maximum. Not only does she not know me, who she thinks I am is a douchebag. In fact, just a little bit less than the captain of the douchebag team. There's a, there's a, he is absolutely. Captain Morris is what they call him. Yes, well, um, everyone knows this. There's a whole entire series on Funny or Die called Zach Morris's Trash, and it breaks down like the episodes of Saved by the Bell and shows what a terrible, problematic character he is. Yeah. And I stand in full agreement well, of that. If you don't believe that, watch him on NYPD Blue. He's an equal well, portion disaster there. No, I do disagree with that. I know. Listen, I know because you love him, and in fact, more than me. Not more than you. I no, don't love him. No, no, that you had no conviction in your voice, so we'll skip that. Okay. I may even edit that out, and I don't edit these episodes. <laughs> you don't know how to edit audio. I forgot how to edit. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Say by the Bell seasons one through nine is on Netflix. Woo! If you'd like her to cause some tumult in your marriage, there yeah. you go. Tell your husband that that's who you think's hot. I feel like most, and I'm not exaggerating this about this. I feel like most of our awesomes are of an age where like, oh, I remember my older sister telling me about that show or whatever. They don't, they didn't watch it in real time the way you well, and I did. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Nobody can screech except screech. Oh, um, Jaws. If you oh. enjoy the franchise of Jaws. It's the whole franchise. The whole franchise is now on Netflix for you. Jaws, Jaws 2, Jaws 3, and Jaws the Revenge. Which is technically four. Yeah, it is. What's your? Do, did you watch the Jaws? I've movies? never seen a single minute of Jaws. Oh my not gosh. even not okay. even a minute of the original cinema, nor any of the uh, follow-ups. Anybody who has, and this isn't hard if you've watched them. Please comment, tag me in the Facebook group so that I'll see it because I only, I only ever read Awesome Today, which is practically dead now. Um, 
but the only way I'll read any of the other groups, I'll just see a Facebook notification that I've been tagged. Tag me if you think you know who my favorite character from Jaws is. We'll see who knows me. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I don't even know who any of the characters are except for Jaws. The shark. He's not so much a character as he is the arch nemesis. The force. Okay, you guys, I am so excited about this. I am vibrating with excitement. This has already dropped onto Amazon Prime. I didn't realize it until I was researching this episode. On Amazon Prime. Prime, not Prime. Not Prime. Prime. Prime is like a different kind of prawn. <laughs> yes, it is. It's delicious. It's delicious. It's bigger and less visually recognizable. It has extra legs. Yep. On Amazon Prime, there is a new docuseries called Lula Rich. Lula Rich. It is a four-part docuseries documenting the downfall of the LuLaRoe MLM empire. Do you know mm. what an MLM is? Oh, yes, I do. Do you know what it stands for? Yes, multi-level marketing. Thank you. I'm impressed with you, sir. I only know because people that I used to know in my life have tried to accost me to be part of their their own semi-empire. I would call it a slumpire. Okay, well, LuLaRoe, and I want to tread carefully because genuinely, genuinely, I know there are awesomes who are listening okay. who either purchase LuLaRoe products. I had LuLaRoe leggings, multiple pairs I never bought one of the dresses. Which Who actually were... made them? Well, uh, Lula didn't in... make a damn thing. No, a factory in China made them. Okay. Which, look, I'm probably, uh, the leggings I'm wearing right now are probably made in China. I'm not the degrading anybody. The leggings that I'm wearing are sheer. <laughs> yes. They're see-through. Okay. Everyone feel tantalized. I need to, I've been looking forward to this documentary series that, tells the whole story of the rise and fall of LuLaRoe for so long. I knew it was coming. I did not know it had dropped onto Amazon. Here is the Amazon description. Just buckle up, everybody. LuLaRich is a four-part docuseries that chronicles the unraveling of LuLaRoe, known for their buttery soft leggings. The infamous multi-level marketing company went viral, promising young mothers a work-from-home salvation. Salvation. LuLaRoe's Eccentric founders recruited an astonishing army of independent retailers to peddle its increasingly bizarre and effective clothing products, yes. dot, 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 until it all went wrong. Listen, if your pants feel like butter, that's weird. I feel my leggings right now. I refuse. I'm wearing my sweaty Betty a, leggings. They're listen, amazing, but they're a lot more expensive than if the If there is a buttery work. feeling, I will eat your legs. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> okay. I love butter. I... I'm obsessed with the story of LuLaRoe. Again, I, I do want to approach this with gentleness because I know there are awesomes who not only purchased their products like I did, but also were sellers of it. I know that this is a cause of a lot of pain and mm. negativity for people. So I don't want to like have fun yeah, at anyone's expense, I it, but I, I cannot it. wait to watch this documentary. Okay. I'll save my negative commentary for off mic conversation. You start thinking about the listen you were going to share. I'm going to give everybody a quick read. I already, already forgot it. I know it's it. It's too in, late now. It's, it's in my brain. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha you covered. Um, awesome Gina for a read recommended the amazing book. These are Gina's words. Last night at the Telegraph Club. She said, I thought I didn't like romance, but this YA, that's young adult, mm -hmm. YA historical romance completely changed my mind. On one, on the one hand, it's just another story about young love. 
On the other hand, it's an inclusive characters, unique sense of place, and specific moment in history make it feel like a special gem. I actually went ahead and went over to Kindle, well, to Amazon, and I purchased this so I could read it. I read the description after Gina gave this glowing recommendation. It sounds like it's totally up my alley, so I'm going to read it and I will report back. I have a question for you. Okay. Not you, the cumulative, but you, Meg. Okay. When you say the words YA, Mm -hmm. who do you think of? I don't think of anybody specifically. Okay. Maybe you should. Okay. You know someone. There's someone in your life who's YA. What the heck? Her name is our oldest daughter. Yeah. And so when you read or listen to or whatever YA stuff. Yeah. Have you ever imagined your daughter as the lead character? No, I can't say that I have. You'll never enjoy it again. I guess. It's disturbing. She's a young adult. Yeah, she is. She's 16 and a half. Almost 17. These racy tales of young adults. It's like, no, she's too immature. (laughs) She doesn't know how to defend herself. (laughs) I cannot... When that dawned on me, I've every time I hear YA, I vomit my own throat a little bit. I'm scared. Okay. All right. Um, you do have a listen. Earlier today, on this very day. Can I tell the story? Well, I guess you can, co-host, sir. Co? Co to the co? I'm not even a co-host. I'm a co-co-host. Co-co. It's like if you didn't bring Coco, get the hell out. That's my only value is food and drinks. Basically. In our family. Um, so earlier today, and it is as we're recording it Saturday. Earlier today, I'd gone to the store. I'd bought a bunch of food to slow cook a, let's call it a soup, a soup stew thing. Be- because to reemphasize, your only value in our family it's is food. food and it's drink. It's food. That's it. That's it. That's all um, we care about. What, yeah. Everything else is like, whatever. Where's the food? I, it's Okay. You know your place. It's okay. I know my place. (laughs) Often, often, when I come to cook, I like to have music playing. I always like to have music playing. And often when I come in there, I'm curious. When we talk about our family FBI listening devices, like... The one that starts with A. Alexa. If I say it too loud, she'll hear me. Yeah. Um, I just tell her to play. Because I want to hear what was the last thing played. What are the other people playing? And it's usually either Charlie Robison, which you like to listen which to. Which she only recognizes if you say Charlie Robison. Yeah. Otherwise, she's like, hmm, never heard of him. Charlie Robison, if you last picked, and that's yeah. Texas country, Nathaniel Rateliff, if, if I you last, last picked. picked. But in fairness, in fairness. We we do that during dinner. We leave, and then while the daughters are handling cleanup and dishes and things, they play things. And I'm always curious what they're listening to. K-pop. Well, normally, yes, because that's AJ's, let's just be honest and say fetish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I had I took a chance, and I said, you, whose name will not be spoken, play. And she started playing a song, and it was really pretty good. Yeah. And I had to ask her, what, what is this voodoo uh-huh. which you play? Yes. It was a group called Mother Mother. Yep. The name of the, the particular song. I listened to a lot of what was offered once I knew that just to see, is there more? Is there more? 
that this group offers. But For Mother, sure. Mother, I Got Love, that is an excellent song. I would recommend to everyone, go listen to this. It's a spectacular song. It's a bit of a bridge from our history of growing up 90s to current. It, it, and yes. I think they've only recently, they've been around a while, but I think yeah. they've only recently started to get popular. Well, it depends on the the music circles you swim in. Well, our oldest daughter yeah. was the one who'd been listening she to She loves Mother she Mother. She bursting out of the bathroom. I have no idea what she was doing in <laughs> She's there. She's pretty context in the takes yeah, 30 minutes. <laughs> she was, yeah, late in the day on Saturday. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, she was like, who, what, who played that? Was who played that you? Mother Mother? Um, yeah, yeah. She loves them. And again, that song, I Got Love, that's a that's a solid song. I will have to remember to put this in the show notes. Mother Mother is a Canadian indie rock band based well, no, in I like British Columbia. Less. I don't trust the they've, Canadians. They've been around, ironically or not. Since You're just going to skip over that. I, we have so many darling, amazing Canadian I'm authors, torn. I love Julie, who I just referenced. I love Canadians in a blanket statement, but that doesn't mean I trust them. <laughs> Canadians in a blanket, like figs. Well, blanket. yes, Canadians in a blanket are delicious. Everyone knows this. They're known for their blanket tastiness. They're known for their blankets in general. That too. It gets real cold. It does miserably so. Okay, listen. Mother Mother's been around since 2005. Our daughter was born in 2005. Feels right. Um, Daisy loves Mother Mother. She introduced them to me, and because. Uh, here's the here's the main drawback for that device that starts with A that shall not be named. It's connected to my Spotify account. Mm-hmm. So anytime any human being in this whole entire house comes into the kitchen and says her name and says play whatever, then my Spotify is like, oh, you like K-pop. Oh, you yeah. like Mother Mother. Oh, you like Rando whatever. Rando Calarissian <laughs> from Star Wars? Yep, that's the one. Okay. Anyway, because of that, and because Spotify thinks I do like Mother Mother, thankfully, this is one time it worked out great for me because now yeah. they, they insert Mother Mother songs into my random playlist. There's, there's more than one that's good, but yeah. that one explicitly yeah. and specifically and all of the things. Are we cool now? No, not even close, Are but that's cool? a good song. Okay. Great. Which what, What's the actual name of the song? I Got Love. I Got Love. Okay. I will try to find it and show note it for you. If you're looking for some podcast recommendations, number one, I need to tell you that I myself, Meg, am on the September... That you make a podcast? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's good? Are we having a meta moment right now? I feel like it's it. what the internet calls meta. Um, on the September 12th episode of the podcast Bookend Homeschoolers... I am a guest with hosts Mindy Browse and Rachel Cole. Mindy was recently on Sort of Awesome. They asked me to come over to Bookend Homeschoolers now that I myself am a homeschooler. You are my hooker crook. Yep. Uh, we had a great conversation, a long, in-depth conversation about the importance of friendship and community for you yourself as a mom. And this applies not just to homeschooling moms, but really moms of all seasons of life. So that is the brand new episode just dropped on September 12th of Bookend Homeschoolers. So there's that. May I offer something? You can. But you don't want me to. You may. I'm not a mom. Really? I know that's a... Everybody's clutching their pearls right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mom. I never have been, and it's unlikely that I ever will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I too can appreciate the loneliness. Yes. 
of wherever your niche is. Yeah. And so something like this that's a a, a flashing directional arrow towards yes. finding some camaraderie in an otherwise lonely space. Right. Good stuff. Thank you for saying that. I, that is meaningful. I was I was prepared for jokes and hilarity, no, no, but you got no. sincere. Every once in a while, I reveal that I don't have a heart of coal nope. or turds. Um, that it's actually, it's maybe still turds. It's just soft turds. Now, listen, I have shared on Sword of Awesome, and this has been a long time. So the people know this to be true. My type is Mike tight. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. That's an awesome today deep cut. Yes, it is. Um, my type is the misanthrope with the heart of gold. Okay. Which is who I married. It is, it is who you married. I'll never admit that again. So enjoy it in this moment. <laughs> now, awesome Jenny has a fantastic podcast recommendation. I cannot wait to check this out. Jenny said, I've got a podcast for everyone. Metaphysical milkshake with Reza Aslan, Reza Aslan and Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson famously being Dwight Schrute on the office. Yes, two ends, Rain. Yes. Um, Jenny said they have amazing guests on to discuss life's big questions. She, in the Hangout group, linked to an episode about addiction that's really good, but there's, she said there's a great one with Malcolm Gladwell. There's another mm. one about religion. With Malcolm Gladwell is a treasure. Yeah. Okay, good. I didn't even know you knew who he was, yes. let alone enjoyed his yes. work. Yes, author, um, writer for The New Yorker. He wrote, I think one of the most impressive things I've read, one of the most impactful things to me that I've read, and I, I, I can't remember what he called it. It may have been, he references the 10,000 hour hours. rule. Yes. And yeah, that, that has shaped me as a human. Oh my gosh, I learned something new about you today. Yeah, That's I am, amazing. I'm a little more. I'm just a little bit more than a scraggly beard and a profane mouth. Okay. Jenny said there's another great episode about religion with Maya Bialik, who many of you may yeah. remember as Blossom, but she was yeah. also on... Uh, on uh, What's that show? I don't know. I'm just thinking about when I was a child having a crush on Blossom. Why can I not think of the name? She was my Zach Morris. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah. I never knew that until now. Now, you feel a lot better about being affiliated with her than I do about being <laughs> affiliated with Zach Morris. Yes. Well, Talk amongst yourselves. Jenny says some of the most intelligent discussions of things I've ever heard. And then she said in parentheses, if you can get past the fact that you're listening to Dwight Schrute and Blossom. I love Dwight Schrute. I do too. So I, I love Rain Wilson as a person. He is mm -hmm. very genuinely intellectual, but also genuinely hilarious. He made a huge, I don't, I don't think anybody other than an intelligent person appreciates the compromise that he made to play that character Yeah, because he's not a douche. No, he's not an idiot. No, but he's a very talented but actor. But he plays a magnificent idiot. Yes. I love him for that. Uh, Big Bang Theory is the Maya uh, Bialik. She was on that yes, for, yes, uh, yes. for a while. So yes, sorry about that, everybody. But now let's transition to some lifestyle recommendations. Okay. I know you're gearing up because you've got a lot to share well, yes, that's not amazing. lifestyle. No. But, yeah. Okay, so dear friend of the show, Nicole, who has a little boy who is absolutely darling named Henry. He's just about Nico's age. Uh, he's like a month or two younger, maybe, than Nico. Which is how old for the two people? Two and change. Okay. Two in a couple of months. Somewhere two plus. Newly minus. two okay. is what I like to refer to Nico as. 
So Nicole son Henry is obsessed with vacuuming. Now our dogs are obsessed with vacuuming, but in a negative way. Yeah. Yep. They like to try to destroy the vacuum while I vacuum. Though they're afraid to get near it. Not Stella. You really? When She'll get, get up on it? When I get the wand out to like get oh, the, the floorboards and yeah. stuff, she she basically believes that's the best dog toy ever. In She's not wrong. Um, anyway, Nicole said, Henry's obsessed with vacuuming. He insists on helping me when I vacuum, which means it's taking me four times as long to vacuum. If you've ever had a toddler help you do anything, you know that's yes. right. Yes. So Nicole said, enter the mini vacuum. He loves it. It even has a little bit of suction. He vacuumed for 20 minutes before we left for school this morning. It is the Dyson Ball Vacuum Toy Vacuum with working suction and sounds. I will link to it on Amazon. It's like $25. Perfect. Listen, if it keeps your toddler busy for a few minutes a day. Yeah, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. As the math works, that's a, that's a... It's a coup. Absolutely. Um, Awesome. Kayla recommends the Bird of Paradise cocktail. I'm interested. I'm interested. You might like this. It feels very tropical. Okay. You like a tropical. I am tropical. Starts with a half cup of sugar. I'll link to the full recipe if you guys. It's a lot of sugar. It's a lot of sugar. But I think this is for a whole, like, I don't think this is for the whole drink. Maybe it is looking at the. Ratios. Maybe it is. It's a half cup. No wonder she likes it. Everybody likes a half cup of sugar in a cocktail. Um, I will link to the full recipe for you also. If you want to make it, you can check it out. But it's a half cup of sugar, an ounce of Aperol. Okay. What is that? Okay. What's Aperol? I will quickly play mouth elevator music. Everyone is just chilling and waiting. Giving it a goog, Aperol is Italian bitters aperitif made of... Good enough. Oh my gosh, I can't read this. It's fine. Jeez. You just you said Italian and you said bitters and that's exquisite and foreign enough for me. I'm interested. Gentian, rhubarb, and... Yeah. Synchrona? Vegetables and weird things. This is what happens when you try to get two Okies to tell you what a particular type of booze is. If it's not whiskey, we don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we're... Aperol has become really um, trendy and well-known in okay. the past few years for Aperol spritzes. It's like a... It's just well, a I'm guessing it's, it's booze. It's bitter. If it, it has yes. if it has the rhubarb in it. Mm-hmm. So it's an ounce of Aperol, an ounce of overproof rum. What does that mean? Overproof. I'm guessing that means high, high alcohol. So more proof, higher proof than like your Captain Morgan? Yeah, yeah. So standard everything comes on the shelf around 40% alcohol by volume. Yeah. And so high proof would be anything, anything above that technically, but usually you're looking at like 52, whatever, so that the normal sized drink is more... Punchy. Yeah, that's a good word. That's a good word. Punchy. So you've got your ounce of Aperol, an ounce of overproof rum, an ounce of pineapple juice. Mm, half more of, sugar. Yeah. Half an ounce of fresh lime juice. And then, you know what? Garnish it with a pineapple leaf just for fun. Just so you have something to try to drink around. Yes. So that is the Bird of Paradise cocktail. Again, I will link to the actual recipe in the show notes for you. This one I was very... I, w- I would drink that. I would too. It feels summery, but you know, it's September. Who cares? You can still drink a summery drink in September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in Oklahoma. I would have that. This is me. I would have that before dinner because of the sugariness. Oh, yes. Okay. You don't think that's a dessert drink? No. For me, I know I'm a weirdo, but for me, I want dessert to be moving through the sugar 
at least accompanied by so like the the normal dessert layout for us is a sugary thing but with a super bitter coffee or something in there so that you're moving from main meal through sugar and into something savory. Okay. I like that. I enjoy that. I have one last lifestyle. This is from Michaela. I'm genuinely interested in this for you Mm -hmm. because there's one thing that you like and it's ice cream. It's one thing your tummy doesn't like and that's dairy. It's not the only thing I like, but I do like some ice cream. And yes, you're correct. My stomach is like, what? I'll crap your bed tonight. Exactly. It happens every time. And it's gotten worse as you've gotten older. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Okay. Austin Michaela said, I love the oatly oat milk. So oat milk is a whole thing now. Did you Mm -hmm. know this? It's replaced it almond milk. It's replaced soy yeah, milk. Yeah. All those Yeah, almonds. It's like, who are you? You're not even cool anymore. It, exactly. Oat milk is the thing right now. So Oatly is one of the most well-known brands. They have developed an ice cream. Michaela says the Oatly oat milk ice cream, So she loves it so much. It's some of the best non-dairy ice cream I've ever had. And my husband, who does eat dairy, agrees. She says it's a little annoying because now she has to share with her husband. Um, That's fair. That's fair. That is always the risk of introducing something awesome is that you'll have to share it. It's so true. It's so true. So Oakley ice cream, would you try it? Do you think you would be willing to try it? I'd give it a shot. I'd give it a shot. Listen, if I'm going to, if I'm going to poop in the bed either way, I'm going with dairy. (laughs) But if, if I can have the Oatly and I don't feel like a bloated, disastrous mess, then maybe that's a new answer in life. But I'll try it. Okay. You guys, that's watches, reads, listens, and lifestyles for you this week. Now, we're going to transition into a section. Listen, right now. Number one, if you are sensitive or don't find off-color humor amusing. This is the time to stop listening. You're done with our episode for now. And good. Good for you. Good for us. Good for everyone. Have a great week. We love you. We send you all of the awesome And have an awesome today, would you? If you want that that now. All the things. Now, if you don't mind some off-color language and humor. If you or who you are partnered with has a childish mind. Yeah. That's where we're going. I feel like this is seventh grade boy humor. It's that. Yes. Which is hilarious. Yes. Um, So earlier this week, Meg, you and I were talking. And because I am a seventh grade child mind and find that humorous, as we were discussing, I mentioned to you the the name of a famous person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's an unfortunate name. (laughs) Yes. He was a short track race car driver, his name regularly heard on the television and radio stations during the 1960s, 70s, Uh 80s. He spanned three decades. Yep. A native of Wisconsin Rapids, a man who even had a feature film where the main character, played by Tom Cruise, was a nod towards him. Okay. Feel free to... Play a drum roll, NASCAR favorite, Dick Trickle. That's right. Was his name. I can't remember what you were talking about. Well, I you don't reference Dick Trickle. And I was like, that's not yeah, real. Yeah, you were like, that's not a real name. And so it got me all fired up about unfortunate names. Yes. Or just rather hilarious names, however you want to view it. I mean, my last name is Teets. And listen. Our last name. Listen. Well, you share it now, not by choice, but by surrender. Um, I have been called a lot of things in my life. And so I appreciate things like this and not making fun of anybody. No, our last name is Teets. We're literally yeah. not here to make fun of anybody. Yeah. 
So this inspired some looking into's of other people who either have or haven't accomplished something, but who had a name yes. that they they faced some adversity over. Okay, I'm glad to know we're in good company. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a few of these that I'll, I'll share some details, and then some that are just like a, a fast run-through of just r- ridiculousness. Okay, here we go. Um, we have an accomplished scientist okay. published in over... A dozen publications. Wow. Over a dozen. That's sure. 12 in layman's terms. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Including the Journal of Fish Biology Ooh. and Physiological and Biomechanical Zoology. Sexy. Yes, it is. She is an esteemed member of the European Society for Comparative Physiology and Biochemistry okay. and the Singapore Institute of biology. Mm-hmm. You're dying to know. I am. This is an instance where a name doesn't translate well into other languages. Okay. All right. She is Asian. Mm-hmm. And so I present to you Dr. Shit Fun Shu. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. It's a rough one. Yes. It's tough to have that name. But she did it. She's done it well. And she surpassed she any surpassed problems it. around the name. Next on the list is a man born in Modesto, California. Okay. Later moved to Indiana. All right. During the Great Depression, so we're, oh, we're looking we're back, back a few in years. Time. Yeah. Okay. He broke ground for an airfield that later became Fort Wayne International Airport. Everybody in Indiana is like, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. He served. A few terms as the mayor of Fort Wayne, Indiana, and was so beloved that he had a street named after him. Let's give it up for Mayor Harry Balls. That's not true. It is true. That cannot possibly be real. May he rest in peace. It's a real thing. Now, his last name fairly is spelled B-A-A-L-S, but in the the Indiana funk of accent, which I'm not casting any shade upon, that's Balls. That's balls, I think, no matter what. Well, somebody could be like, no, it's Bales or some weird pronunciation, but it's balls. They actually named the street after Dr. Uh, yes, yes. Now, his name also came up as a contender for naming another fixture of social society, but they, they quickly struck it from the choices of voting because they knew it would win. That's what's going to happen. Nobody wanted to have the Harry Balls whatever thing, right? Harry Balls International Airport. Right. It doesn't, it just doesn't, it's good, but it doesn't sing, especially in this era of social correctness. No, I mean, I think even before social correctness, Harry Balls is a hilarious... Well, I'd love it before that, yeah. but there's no way it would pass in the aftermath. Or would it, if you let Gen Z vote on it, they would vote on that in a heartbeat. I don't know. Considering their obsession with these nuts, which has been around since I was in high school. And they think it's like so original and hilarious. Our second daughter thinks like she came up with it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Over 30 years ago, we were already laughing about these nuts. I knew these before he had nuts. (laughs) 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 Okay. Humble beginnings. In the 1800s, a plumber who later rose to fame as the founder of a plumbing supplies company that is still in business today and quite well known in 
jolly old England. In the 1880s, Prince Edward, who later became King Edward VII, okay. issued a royal warrant, and that's a big deal, Yeah. to this guy, requesting 30 lavatories with <laughs> cedarwood seats. Ooh, I want a lavatory with a cedarwood seat. Dang right. This would have been for, at the time, the prince's estate in Norfolk. Born in Thorn, South Yorkshire, the United Kingdom... The king of the bathroom, Thomas Crapper. That's not true. Yes, it is. You go look at the incorporated name. It is. It has Crapper in it. Is that where the whole idea of Crapper and Crapper? It's tempting to think so, but actually before his infamy, Crap or Crapper was in the their version of the dictionary, but it was referencing a place that you would poo. I feel like this is peak Enneagram fiveness that you actually, yes. you, you anticipated that I was going to say that's not true and you already read up on it. You're exactly right. You're exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly how this played out. Okay, what else? Okay, we have a Dutch politician okay. and member of the Socialist Party. Mm-hmm. He served as the editor-in-chief of the Tribune for over a decade, the Tribune being the premier magazine of the Socialist Party yes. for them. Okay. He has served as a Senate leader and as chairman of the party of the European left in the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe. That's a big mouthful of things. Born in the Netherlands, we have Mr. Tiny Cox. No. Yep. Now, Tiny is his nickname. Okay. But Absolutely, K-O-X, Cox, is his last name. And so he is Mr. Tiny Cox. (laughs) Did you tell the story on this show or on Awesome Today? I told it on Awesome Today. Okay. About Tiny Cox chanted at me. Yes, that's a whole other thing. I'm not going to go there right now. Yeah, that was the thing. When we played South Florida, the greatest hecklers I've ever played in front of. You guys couldn't even stop laughing. We laughed. We laughed. We couldn't. They laughed because we were laughing. We all enjoyed it. It was good. It It was was fantastic. Okay, yes. Are you a fan of the Olympics? I love the Olympics. Have you been a fan of the Olympics since at least the year 2000? Yeah. Okay. Then you may have heard this one before. During the 2000 Olympics, this woman upset the defending champion and world record holder in the 200-meter butterfly, which is a swimming event, with the use of an unorthodox dolphin kick She set the new world record in the event, along with achieving the glorious gold medal. May I present, from Mesa, Arizona, Misty Hyman. (laughs) I do. I like somewhere way, way, way back in my memory. That does sound familiar. That's a tough one to live with. Good for her. Good for her to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Okay, we've yet to pick on the Germans. Well, my kinsfolk. For our own selves. My kinsfolk. Well, yes, at the very beginning. Um, this man was born into a wealthy, wealthy merchant family. He became a pioneering Renaissance banker. He ended up owning 2.2% of Europe's economic output. Well, shoot. That's not small. No. He was also 
one of the original merchants of Venice. And that's a thing, if you know anything about history. If you don't, don't feel judged. I didn't until I, mean, I read this. The Merchant of Venice is a Shakespearean movie. Yes, yes. And this is what it's referencing. Okay. He was... He was part of the guild, if you will. Okay. Um, he lived from 1359 until 1520. No, I feel like that was 1459. Okay, because I was going to say. Until 1525. Yeah. He was not a freak of life. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, so 1400s, 1500s. And at the time of his death in 1525, mm -hmm. he'd amassed a fortune of, in today's dollars, mm -hmm. $400 billion. What? No. Dollars. What? Yes. Yes. Okay. Born in Augsburg, Germany, Jacob Fugger, known <laughs> to be referred as Fugger the Rich. Fugger the Rich. Which I feel quite sure we've all said. Yeah. At one time or another. Let's drive through the rich neighborhoods of Oklahoma City. And Fugger the Rich. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, That reminds me of Meet the Fockers. Yes, except it's Fuggers. Yes. Okay. With G's for anybody who's clasping pearls, yes. all the things. Okay, yeah. now I'm going to run through. Those were the, the top with a meaningful story that I had the energy to delve through. Yeah. Now I'm just going to rapid fire through. This is the lightning round. The randos. Here we go. A fifth grade teacher named Mr. Perv. Mr. Perv. Okay, when I was a teacher, you can imagine being a high school teacher named Mrs. Teets was problematic. Yes, so I, I feel empathy for Mr. Perv. Yeah, especially in the fifth grade. When you look at it through today's eyes, mm -hmm. that's a problem. Okay, keep going. Um, a technical score advisor named Chris P. Bacon. Crispy Bacon. I like it. Crispy Bacon. <laughs> it's good, right? We have a British man. Who works for a gay rights charity whose name is Paul Tucock. All right. That feels good. I feel like it's fitting. Two lovely ladies who in 1981 taught a class together, the two of them teaming up, at a Jewish community center. Their names, Mrs. Wiener and Mrs. Butt. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? What? My high school English teacher, Mrs. Butts? No. Number one. Okay. That's the thing. Is that real? That's actually real, yes. Okay, well, the last name Butt reminds me of the creator and original proprietor of the f now famous Texas grocery store chain. H-E-B. Yeah. Howard E. Butts. Yes. It's a, it's a German thing. Yes, it is. And many Germans in that portion of Texas where it many, originated. Many Germans. There's German communities. Yes. yes. Where they still speak German. Yes. Green. Spelled yeah. G-R-U-E-N-E. -E. That's right. You yeah. freaking German, you remembered that. How can I not remember? Also, you freaking German, remember when you and a dear friend of yours mm -hmm. were both graduate assistants at, at uh, companies? Yes. Places My last name is Teets. His last name was Bush. Yes. It was, everybody had fun with that. We just were like, whatever, screw off. I'm doing your job for you. <laughs> You only get paid because I work. That's right. Okay. Um, from Singapore, and believe me when I tell you that amongst the Asian communities, there are a number of things which feel weird to us that are natural to them. But this man's name was Batman Ben Superman. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I'm on board with that name. He covered both both of the, All the, the greats. Yes. Um, there is an author of a textbook 
on clinical neurology, Lord Brain. Oh, I love it. That's perfect. It's appropriate. Yes. We have a lieutenant in the Sun Prairie Fire Department, Lieutenant Les McBurney. <laughs> That's, is that real? It's real. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, a spokesman for the Center of Social Justice, Christian Guy. <laughs> Okay, that's hilarious. It does remind me of a fantastically named character on the TV series Lost. Yes. Dr. Jack Shepard's father's name Christian is Christian Shepard. Shepard. Yeah. He is the character who, it's hard to explain the mythology, but he led the survivors of the plane crash to water, to fresh water so they could live. And his yes. actual character's name was Christian Shepard. Yes, I appreciate, I appreciate the... Yes. The names that describe a thing. Yes. That's very biblical, even. It's very biblical. We have a former U.S. congressman, Dick Sweat. Okay. That That's un right. It's unfortunate, yeah. but it didn't stop him from congressing. Mm -hmm. um, a sex offender whose name was Mr., but spelled out not like M-R period, but M-I-S-T-E-R uh -huh. was his actual first name. Mr. Love. Okay. Disturbing, it is but disturbing. real. Yes. A Canadian gas station employee whose name propelled him to celebrity status, Dick Assman. <laughs> I feel like you're making these up, and yet I know that I'm not. Your it's intellectual real. integrity allows you to not make these the up. The simple fact, if you haven't picked up on it yet, mm -hmm. the popularity of the name Richard, the abbreviation of that to Dick, there are... Yes. There's a cornucopia of things. And we'll continue through the Dick Paradox. And? A well-known orchid groter, Dick Knock. You have an uncle. I do. Uncle Dick. And his mother called him Dickie, which I think is beautiful. Yes. Um, a retired American hockey player, Dick Paradise. Okay. All right. Okay. A man from Indiana, sadly also a sex offender, whose name was Tyrannosaurus Rex Mullins. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just included that because he had to have changed his name. Had to have, To right? Tyrannosaurus Rex Mullins. Yes. But whatever. Um, we have, again, we're, we're deep in the dick here, a certified financial planner, which is in my realm of life dick power dick power he has his own theme song he does indeed he does if he didn't i wrote it for him yes we have the president of the jackson women's club from 1952 through 53 gay sailor all right that feels like not that unusual to me honestly. gay woman's yes. name popular in that era yes but gay sailor yes um, celebrated craftsman and woodworker known for rising every morning at 5 a.m. to get to work. Dick Champion, which may be my favorite name yet. If I ever needed an alter ego, <laughs> yep. Dick Champion is my name. I, right when you said Dick Champion, I imagined that someday in our in our bright, beautiful future, you have a, like a little yacht, like a little yes. mini yacht. <laughs> the Dick Champion. It the Dick Champion, <laughs> yes. yes. I worked with a guy... And I know you're going to think I'm making this up. I worked with a guy who used a fake name when he would go out clubbing to not get caught. And he used the name Tom Champion. And this is Dick what I thought of. So Dick Champion's better, so much better. But I appreciate Tom Champion yes. as well. Yes. Um, I saw a cover. I literally saw this on the interweb. A cover story for Inside Magazine featuring Dick Tips, who was... 
quite disturbingly, a mortician. Oh, I thought he was going to be a porn star. You would hope, but no, that's not the case. Okay. We have a Costco employee. I saw a picture of this again. A Costco employee wearing the name tag on their chest, their first name, Mabube. Oh. Look at Mabube. Look at Mabube. I liked that. Um, running a very busy medical clinic in downtown somewhere, Dr. Pornsack. That's not... That's not even possibly true. One word, porn sack. Yes, absolutely true. Oh I feel like Lord. it was Asian. I could be wrong. Who knows? I don't want to besmirch anyone's name unfairly. Oh, my. At the University of Rhode Island. So you know how a lot of times when somebody who's trying to make a profession will hyphenate their last name. Yeah. Well, at the University of Rhode Island, Dr. Joel Rollo Coaster. <laughs> That's not... It is real. I loved it. I appreciated it deeply. Oh, my gosh. We have the winner of a weekly gasoline giveaway here in our own state of Oklahoma. In fact, in the northwest part of Oklahoma City, we have Sparkle Titsworth. No. Yes. Did you fact check this? I saw the sign. I saw the sign. It it was congratulations. Yes, it did. Congratulations, Sparkle Titsworth, oh our gosh. most recent winner. Okay. Um, we have, I love this one, a chiropractor, Dr. Will Tickle. <laughs> you ever, you've never been. I've been to a chiropractor. No, I'm sometimes, sometimes it tickles a little. I'm so mortally afraid of going to the chiropractor. I'm. You shouldn't a be. A tickle would be the best thing I could hope for in it's, a chiropractor. It's tickles and reliefs. Don't, mm-hmm. don't worry about and it. Reliefs. Yes, it's good. <laughs> Um, a famous <laughs> viola player, Kim Kashkashian, not Kardashian, no, but no. Kashkashian. Kashkashian, yes. I feel like she suffered with that name. Oh, I'm sure she has. Um, charged with alcohol possession by a minor, Holden Butts. No, he yep. just gave that name to the police. No, they, they looked into it. Okay. It was, he was literally just in the moment that he saw the cops, he was Holden Butts. Yes. He was terrified. Um, a historian. Barry shit peas. Yes. Okay. That's unfortunate. Yes. Uh, district manager at Just Tires, Rick Roll. Rick Roll. Which is beautiful because Rick Roll's a thing and because tires roll. He'll I like roll, it yeah. both ways. Yes. And ever famous baseball pitcher, Steve Shartz. Steve Shartz. He threw too hard. He, he sharted. He sharted at his pants. So that is, there were many more. I. I called it down to as small as a list as I could. Listen, again. I'm listening. I'm not making fun of anybody. I have been called Ugh. some horrendous things in my life. Yes. I'm celebrating in unification with these poor bastards with unfortunate names. Yes. I'm one of you. You're one of me. We're, we're all part of the same clan. That's right. That's good. I appreciate it. Yes. May all of them. And all of you have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.